You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning try. Very, very ugly game to watch, particularly on offense. So let's start with the offense, Cordell. Um, sloppy. I mean, you were there at the stadium. I, I am not um, home, so I don't know what the weather is like, but I do know that it was raining at one point, but it looked like that the rain had let up a little bit. Um, and it felt like that the the Ravens absolutely started off with all the swag, with all the momentum. Then Kenyon Drake, in his first carry as a Raven in 2023, um, gets a big gain, fumbles the ball, and it just felt like that this offense never really felt or found a rhythm after that fumble and that they had struggled ever since. Yeah, I mean, that, that fumble was a turning point in the game big time. It, and that was it, super early, by the yeah, way. It, it, I mean, it was a legit drive killer. Uh, not drive killer, but a, a legit momentum killer for the yeah. Ravens offense. And um you just can't have it. You you can't have it on a day where, granted, at that point, they didn't realize that their offense would kind of go into a rut from that point on. But that, that's the type of thing that, that causes that curve in the game out of nowhere. To be honest with you, leading up to that fumble, it felt like the Ravens were going to run the bing, the, the Colts off the field. That, that's it honestly felt that way. It, it, it felt like they were just going to blow them out, and this would be one that's put away early. Uh, but instead – you get the fumble inside, deep inside your own. Um, I'm sorry, deep in uh, the Colts territory, which flips the game. And it's not like the Colts did anything overly impressive with the ball. They ran the ball down the Ravens' throat today, and we'll talk more about that as we yeah. go on. Um, but that 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 turnover really changed the momentum of the game, and all of a sudden. You get from the Ravens being able to pick up chunk yardage on the ground, picking up constant first downs. I mean, early in the game, they were in a rhythm. They looked like the Ravens offense that we watched in Cincinnati last week. And just like clockwork after that fumble, it looked like the Ravens offense we watched against the Texans. I mean, all <laughs> over again. Uh, yep. that, that's, that's honestly what it looked like. So 
Um, not a good day for the offense in terms of execution. Uh, you got the fumble. You got Lamar fumbling again now for the third week in a row. Can't yep. have that. Um, you've got Sam Mustafer, bad snaps or false snaps, whatever you want to call it, on a third down. You just can't. It was so many times today where I'm watching the game and I'm just like, who am I watching? I mean, <laughs> am I covering the Colts or am I covering the Ravens? Because yeah. the way that the, the Ravens offense was looking with all the miscommunications and all the, the not executing and self-inflicted wounds is what I expected to see out of the Colts who are yep. playing with out their starting center, who's playing without their starting quarterback, who's playing without their starting running back. I'm thinking that this is what I'm going to see from them. Instead, it's what I got from the Ravens offense. And look, uh, the, the Colts, all in all, aren't a great team. And I think that's the only reason why the Ravens were able to get away with all the mishaps that they had today and still somehow find themselves in a position to win, not only at the end of regulation, but also in overtime multiple times. That's not going to cut it against any above average team, I believe, in the NFL. And so they they had that. Uh, they had the ability to still still a win today because after a after a certain point in the game, it no longer became okay. The Ravens are, uh, you know, that they're they're about to take this win or they're about to uh, go and get an easy win. It's no now. How can the Ravens steal this win? Because yep. they have done everything in their power to give this game away, and ultimately, this is this is the NFL, and you only get with so many chances, and the Ravens ran out of chances. You're absolutely right in that regard. Um, listen, they it, it, it did not look pretty for them. Um, it, and it felt like in the second half, they started to try to come around and have a little bit of rhythm. They implemented more uh, run plays from Lamar and spreading, you know, the defense out by putting, you know, different uh, wide receivers and pass catchers on the field. But ultimately, like you said, it, it just felt like as the game went on, the front seven for the Indianapolis Colts just got stronger and stronger. And it didn't feel like that the Ravens really had an answer for what that front seven was doing to that offensive line. I mean, Lamar was really under duress a lot of the game, but that is still no excuse. There were times when Lamar was throwing behind receivers, you know, just not getting to the ball accurate enough. And I know that you had asked him about that question. And what was well, his response? It wasn't me. It was okay. uh, somebody else. Uh, okay. Had asked him about that. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure like you were going to say, you know, he, he, he felt like he wasn't throwing behind his receivers all game. And honestly, I didn't think he was either. I thought he threw that that late pass to Zay was definitely behind yeah, Zay. It was critical that. moments, I think. Right. I think. That's, that's more so what it was. Yeah, it wasn't all day per se. Right. But in the moments when they needed to make a play is when you saw it happen, mm -hmm. right? So I can understand his confusion because it, it appeared that when, when he was asked the question, he answered it with a question like, I did. And maybe you didn't, but when they needed you to accurately get the ball to somebody to make a play, you just weren't able to do it. And of course, this is not going to be all on Lamar. Again, this offensive line wasn't being wasn't that great. Macari was being abused. Oh, it was a bad day for him. Abused. And I am a fan of Patrick Macari, and I think that he will be fine. Um, but ultimately, that was the concern when we talked 
on the podcast last week in terms of this front seven. We knew that they had players. We knew that they had guys that was going to put the pressure on, and they did just that. And so for me, it just really felt like they never really regained the momentum because they never really found a way to come up with another way in in terms of helping Lamar and keeping him clean and and making sure that he wasn't, you know, uh, he was going to be upright for the most part. In terms of, you know, the turnovers, you're right. I mean, this has to, this is a problem. It has to stop. You already mentioned this is the third week in a row that Lamar has fumbled the ball. And I don't know what's going on in terms of like why he's so careless. It reminds me of, when he came in his rookie year in 2018, how he wasn't really able to hold on to the ball. And he gotten better as the years went on. But now it feels like that there's some mechanics things that he's just going back to. Now, look, again, that defensive front for the Indianapolis Colts definitely was putting pressure. But you got to hold on to the ball. That That is just fundamentally something you should know how to do. Yeah, I mean, that one fumble that he had on the – which would have in the past been falling under the tuck rule. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, that, that, that one was, I, I, that one I just think was more of maybe a little bit of the elements. Maybe it looked like a, maybe a slippery ball. It looked like he was going to pump fake and the ball goes out of his hands going forward. That, that one, I, I okay, whatever, you know, it, it, that's just kind of one of those freak plays, but you got to be able to, take care of the football. Lamar knows that. I, I, he, he knows that probably more than anybody, especially when he carries so much of the load offensively. He's got to know that if anybody's got to take care of the ball, it's him because more times than not, he's the one with the ball. Um, and, and yeah, Lamar was not there for them in some of those crucial plays, which, which was disappointing um, for sure. Uh, I thought he did a great job with his legs. I mean, really, his legs was their offense. Today, yeah. if you really look at it, over 100 yards rushing, he has the two. 20, yeah, 14 carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean that that that's the offense today. He did throw a little over 200 yards uh, through the air. What 22 for 31? Um, definitely had some some bad balls in there for sure. And I, I really looked at this as a total team loss. I really yes. did. Everybody played a part and Lamar pl- has his parts to where he played. And it's, I thought some of it was coaching. I yep. thought some of it was guys not making plays. I mean, even, and we talk about crucial plays. I mean, Isaiah likely dropping a ball that's hitting him right in his sternum. I mean, it's unacceptable. It, unacceptable. It, just, it can't happen on a day where you're on, where your offense isn't there. You get, somebody's got to make a play somebody's got to make a play. And it just started to look a little bit to me that this was the Ravens of old to where if eight isn't going to make a play, nobody's going to make it. It, That's what it it felt like after a while. And uh, I I just, I I felt like that's just, that's not who they want to be. That's not who they want to be anymore. That was the whole reason they went out and got all these new receivers. The whole reason they went out and got Todd Monk and to get away from the offense strictly being Lamar Jackson and whatever else we got that day, you know? And so um, that was just disappointing because today just felt like I was watching the Ravens offense that I was watching last year at various points, maybe a little better because last year's offense got, you know, it kind of hit rock bottom a little bit uh, as the season went on, but 
this this isn't what I'm you know what I'm looking and I'm sure Ravens fans aren't looking aren't expecting this from this Todd Munkin leg offense. Where's the creativity? Where's where's spreading the ball around? All that garden, every blade of grass was not there today. Lamar did not push the ball down the field at all today. He didn't have to he didn't have that chance to really he, he didn't he didn't have the chance and guys aren't breaking open. I'm watching the routes, you know, the guys aren't getting much separation down the field. Yeah. Um, and Lamar got to the point to where it's it, his legs are the play. And, and and granted, it was working for the most part offensively, but they've got to be able to get more in a rhythm. As Todd Monken likes to say, there was too much drag today. There was yeah. too much drag in this game from the offensive line. Patrick McCarry got his lunch taken from him over there on that left side. It was it was bad. I mean, it was it was bad today. Was bad. And uh, you got you got. Sam Mustafer, we already talked about the bad snaps. Morgan Moses gets a couple of penalties. It, it's just it's not what you need. And then you got the Kenyon Drake fumble that that hurts you. That that's a momentum shifter. You got the 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 drops from Likely. You 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 just you got the inaccurate passes uh, from Lamar every now and then. It's just they just could not get on the same page today. And it's crazy because the Colts gave them chance after chance after chance. And I just thought that at some point I would watch, I, I would just, I was, I just knew at some point it was going to be like, okay, this is a game that the Ravens should lose, but the Colts aren't good and they're going to give them the game. And the Ravens just didn't want to take it. That's what it yeah. ultimately came down to. I just I just felt like the Ravens did not want to win this game. They didn't play winning football. And I think when they go back and watch the film of this game, they're, they're going to be sick to their stomach on both sides of the ball. 